Welcome in everybody to another episode of All Things NBA from A to Z, presented by Ball is Life. I'm Chris Persianen here alongside Zach Noble, excited to be bringing you guys the newest episode of the pod. Welcome back. Another post All-Star Weekend, post trade deadline episode. So today, naturally, we're going to get to talking about how we feel about these teams out there, how they're built after the trade deadline. And I think the best way to start is in the Western Conference. So, Zach, for today, I guess uh, if you want to gamify it, the concept would be let's go from 10 to 1 in the Western Conference, just standings-wise right now, and let's each talk about if we are buying or selling that team. I would say factor in where they're at. So, you know, factor in what people think about them. If the stock is really high right now, you know, are you really buying a lot of it, et cetera, but have fun. You want to get rolling? Let's get it. Let's get it. This is, I'm ready for it. All right. whole rundown. So we're going to start in the West. We're going to start with the number 10 seeded Los Angeles Lakers. Now this is a team I was not very high on coming into the season. You and Albert, liked them a little better and right now they're sitting at 31 and 28 not even a bad record but it's the 10th seed in this competitive western conference zach this is a team that is 21 and 19 against teams in the west they are 20 and 9 at home struggling 11 and 19 on the road are you buying or selling they're seven and three in their last 10 I would have guessed, like, if I didn't look at that, I would have guessed it was much worse than that. So, that I mean, that matters to me. I definitely take in consideration that, but um, probably have to go back and look at who they played. I don't like the way they've played, and, I mean, Darvin Hammond, his recent comments and the report, I think it was Anthony Irwin today talking about, uh, the similarities that Darvin Ham looks at between this team and the Bucks championship team and Torian Prince being their Chris Middleton gave me my laugh of the day. Um, that was a real clip. It was Anthony Irwin and somebody uh, pretty legit, incredible guys. And so that, I mean, that really gave me some a sour taste on Darvin Ham, even though I just don't think LeBron's head's been in the game the whole year. I think the team's underperformed all year. I just think they haven't gelled. They're not a cohesive unit. I do think they're for sure going to be the 10 seed. Like, I don't think Utah or anybody else is going to compete with it. That's why I'm glad we're doing the top 10 here. Uh, but I'm selling absolutely all out on the Lakers. Your guy, Mike Muscala, is finalizing a buyout. He will be eligible for the playoffs with his next team. Hell yeah. You love him, so that's funny. Um, well, no, I was actually – so. He won't let me break the scoop, or actually, I almost could have, but um, I know where he's going. Oh, you're hilarious. And uh, I just, I don't care about breaking that. Like, I know exactly where he's going. It's I'm super excited for him. So oh, it'll be awesome. fun to um, see how he said it should happen by tomorrow. So we'll see if he's right on that. So. All right. Yeah. The well, little, little, little nugget if we get this out, but. Look at you, man. All right. Well. Listen, man, the Los Angeles Lakers, for me personally, I was always selling them. I have no Lakers equity at all. <laughs> so they're seven and three in their last 10 games. 
I think this is a good place to to short them, um, to to bet on them not finishing out the year strong. So I guess I'm gonna sell, but I don't even know if I have stock to sell. But if I did, <laughs> I I would sell it. Um, I definitely would even because I have like no stock. I'd consider buying in case they finish the season strong. But like, I'm not gonna actually bet on that because I don't see that happening. So I would sell the Lakers. Zach, this brings us. What would oh, it take God. for you to buy the Lakers? Um, if anything. Anything uh, that a, they a could signature do or... from the basketball gods on a dotted line that Anthony Davis will play every game for the rest of the year. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, their their schedule is weak though. Like now that I looked at it, here's here's the teams they've beat recently. So they beat the struggling Sixers, Bulls, Brooklyn twice, Miami. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Not great. <laughs> um. So yeah, that takes us one notch up the standings but we stay in california my friend at 30 and 27 winning 0.1% more of their games than the lakers are the golden state warriors now they are 8 and 2 in their last 10 compared to the lakers 7 and 3 they're fairly even when you take a look at the splits home and away but they're not so great against the western conference at 16 and 21, of course, Draymond's absence for some of the year opens way to a lot of those losses. They've been really strong as of recent. Zach, the Golden State Warriors. So funny how I just talked garbage on the Lakers. Um, I'll tell you what, the peak of the Warriors has been much higher. They also are, I mean, they're eight and two in their last 10. Um, I think nine and one after tonight. And go back even further. I mean, their last 20 is pretty sick um i i'm buying them as a almost like a fringe contender um i think i could see them getting as high as i'm gonna go up to number five i think they could crack the top six get out of the play in and get up to number five because five and six are tied right now pelicans and phoenix so i think the warriors are gonna finish the year incredibly strong these rookies have been really good on a solid team. Clay Thompson's taken it very well going to the bench, even though he's been wildly inconsistent yet. I just, I mean, again, I will always say Trace Jackson Davis isn't going to get it done against Jokic. That's really the only concern um, for big men coming out. Uh, so, yes, Cat and Gobert, sure, but... I mean, I think the Warriors can match up against the Wolves just fine. I mean, contrast and styles and hang, and I'm buying them. I, I think uh, they're loony getting back to it and surging away. I mean, that's all it takes. I think they have the talent outside of knowing if Looney's the guy or not. Um, You took a lot of those words right out of my mouth, man. We We are... This time in complete agreement again, and and this time for the exact same reasons, uh, which is why I point that out. Um, TJD pods have been really good for them, but what's most impressive to me is Wiggins and Kuminga. This team mm. once again has really solid forward play. That is so important when you've got Steph Curry, um, Clay Thompson. I said two years ago 
people were saying, hey, Jordan Poole, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, who should they trade? I said Clay because of the combination of what you could get back for him and the fact that I think he's on the decline. Um, but, you know, he's been better than Poole this year by a lot. And, and he's been, he's, you know, I think tied for third in the NBA for three pointers made this year. So he's, ha- he's still having a good season nonetheless and uh, just not a great one. Um, but I'm in on the Warriors. I think they're really good. I think they can finish at six. And this is the team that I'm buying, you know, eight and two in their last 10. So I was going to call you out on this the other night when we were picking our three teams to the end of the year. Like I'm higher on the Warriors right now than the the Knicks. And that's even with Jalen Brunson until I see that team fully together. um, I I think this Warriors team right now at playing at their best, um, I'm taking them for from what I've seen from the Knicks. Yeah, they're really strong. The Knicks just haven't been together. You're not calling me crazy. I like it. No, but the, the Knicks haven't been together at full strength with their new team. So, you know, we, we still have some stuff to see there. Wiggins, though, do you think he's got more in the tank or it is what it is this year and um, it's he's going to be good enough? Because I still think he's the one guy that they can get a decent amount more from, but I think the whole Kaminga and maybe you can throw pods in there, I mean, taken away from a situation – that's kind of my thoughts on him. Uh, you can get a little more juice out of Wiggins this season, but Kuminga's emergence, I think, might make that not matter a lot. You know, you might be looking at an end-of-the-year situation where uh, Wiggins comes off the bench and Kuminga starts, like, uh, I don't know, play the best five, right? Uh, I think both could start. A couple stats. Uh, Six-game winning streak on the road now for the Warriors. It's their longest since 2018-2019. That's a surprising record since then, even though, yeah, that's basically when KD left. So not that surprising, I guess. Uh, But Wiggins, I mean, he's was averaging 35% from three on the year and low two percentage and then only 12 points. His last 13 games, he's 54-50. 82 from the free throw line, 15 points. And so if you're getting those percentages from Wiggins, that's all you need. Like, I didn't realize he was shooting that high from three, even though, I mean, the temps are down. So, yeah, I think maybe he is doing enough if the D is the D is right. The defense is, again, again, Looney is the X factor there to be a real contender, but. Buying them from all the way up to the Nuggets. Wow, Nuggets! Wow, that's a that's a strong take. Um, okay. Well, listen, I I, I won't Whoa. I won't poke and prod here. Up to the eight seed, it's the Dallas Mavericks. They're thirty three and twenty five. They're on a two game losing streak, which puts them at seven and three in their last ten. They were on an absolute tear, and you know, still technically are in the grander scheme. Uh, they're, they're up to the eight seed. They're seven and a half games back. Zach, are you buying or selling for me? I I sold the Lakers. I am buying the heck out of the warriors. Where are you at on Dallas? Ooh, I thought you were going to tell me, uh, that game tonight was nuts. The Mavs were up one Oh eight 98 with four minutes to go against the Cavs. Uh, ended up losing on a buzzer to Max Drews half quarter. That was Sexy as heck. And Luca put up a 45, 9, 14, and three steal line and still lost to the Cavs. That says something to me. 
If Luca is doing that and you're choking like that, the stats came early. It cooled off a bit. I mean, I got to sell. I got to sell this. It's looking closer to what the Mavs were last year with Kyrie than what they did 20 games ago. And I I mean, I was really liking the Mavs, honestly, for, I don't know, up until the last 10, 15 games. I hate selling on Luka because, I mean, I think the Magic can come on any time, and I think him and Kyrie have been fine together. But I think they should dust off Olivier Maxence. I like him. I think I think it's time. Um, they need a spark. They need um, a little more defense. I said they needed him to make an impact this year, anyways. That's from in the beginning. If they were going to do anything, Lively came out and was able to perform on a on a good team with high expectations. They need something. They need to figure out something. PJ Washington has been ass. Holy crap! I don't Grant, know about that. Grant Williams is averaging like 18 points since the trade. P.J. Washington, right around 10. Yeah, I know one went to a team that... Points, points per game. Don't do not do that. Don't do points per game. Okay, go look at all the stats. Grant Williams is a stat stuffer right now. P.J. Washington uh, for, plays like 20 minutes per second half for Dallas. He's been really important for them. I need to look up the... The he's numbers, been, but he's been right, okay what, to start. He has been asked. He's been okay. Where are you sitting? Um, you're saying for Dallas? Yeah. Are you buying or selling? Um. All right. Well, for me, man, I think everyone's buying right now. I feel like they were nine and one in a ten game stretch. I feel like everyone is buying right now. Um, but I like that you sold, man. I like that you sold. I don't know that this Dallas team has the makings of a true contender. And if that's the lens that we're going to be viewing these teams through, I've got to sell. I got to be out at this. This is going to be a sell high for me, you know, and just be out at this point in the year. PJ Washington's numbers 19% from three, 37 from the field, eight points, like 50% from the free throw line, all like career lows basically since getting there. You can't defend that. <laughs> what, what is there to defend? Um, I mean, if you let me, if like I, I can crunch the the lineup on offs data. Like, I don't think it's terrible. Um, you think his defense has been good? You think he's like, yeah? I think I mean that's what that's intelligent plays. That's the calling card is is the defense. No, they need the guy to knock down some shots. They oh for sure, for sure. But he's a he's shooting thirty one percent from three this year. He's a career thirty six percent shooter. So you trust that that'll that'll even out. All right. If you're, if you're like, I believe in it long term. I'm just saying, like, it's got to happen quick for these guys to, like, they're a team that needs to be rolling into the playoffs. Yes. I don't think they're a team that can just turn it on. Yeah. All right. I don't got much more to say in the mess. No, me neither. I'm, I'm going to sell with you. Let's go to the Kings 33 and 24. They are seven and a half games back. They're 17 and 14 on the road. Last year they were good on the road. Uh five and five in their last ten. Zach, you buying or selling Sacramento. So their defense is slightly better than last year, yet it's still top 20 defense. And I said all year they needed to be closer to top 10, at least top 15 to have any chance. Um, I'm definitely selling this team. 
DeMontis has been incredible, though. He's been amazing. Like, biggest all-star snub in a, in a long time. Um, Fox has been great, too. You can call him a big snub, too. But the West was just so good in general. So um, I just think it's tough to leave out a guy like Sabonis, 2013, super efficient, career high in three-point percentage. Many triple-doubles this year. Many. Um I just, I don't know what this team can even do right now. Like Keegan Murray, like is the guy that I thought needed to take a leap in order for them to hit another level. But they need moves. They need moves. If Keegan Murray isn't popping off and doing more, I, I just don't know if he has that jump in him. I think I'm going to give him one more year to take that that massive jump. And he's had some big games. He's shown some. Some some glimpses like, for sure. I, I feel like one more year is kind of crazy. No, I know he's an older he was an older rookie, but this is his second year in the NBA. So what uh, you're gonna give him a, a couple? He, guys should get more than three years before getting told older they don't guys, have that kind of ceiling. Older guys for me with a solid up. I mean, he's listen, he's a great role player. I'm not I'm just saying for him to be a link that boosts this team where I thought he maybe could. Um, I definitely want his three-point percentage much higher. Like, that's how inconsistent he's been. He's 36% from three. This team needs, like, he's their only person with added potential and upside on this entire team. You, I mean, you'd have to fight me for getting into Davian Mitchell or like Malik Monk has more in the tank or something, but yeah, I mean, that's the only way you could buy this team, right? It's tough with Sacramento. They're such a fun story. You really want them to be a top level contender, but I, I think they're, they're just at the level of team that can you do, you know, you don't want to see in the first round. They'll, they, they can take their show on the road. They'll give you fits. Um, I think they're the kind of team that you, you don't necessarily hate, matching up against in any later rounds you know like if you get the kings in the conference conference finals that's a great that's a great opportunity for you you know so um that's that's to me where they're at i think their fans know too that they're not that top flight level team just yet yeah their guys deserve more respect um their guys deserve a little more respect i think maybe you could argue that De'Aaron was an all-star a little bit better than you can argue demontis was one um, I'm okay if you argue either way, but I I, I mean do... Sabonis eight triple doubles in his last ten games. Doesn't he have forty straight double doubles? Isn't that the big stat? Yeah, right now? that that's a stat too. That's the crazy one. So for me, it's like yeah, their guys deserve a little more respect, but I think their whole fan base kind of knows they're not at that level as a team just yet. So they shouldn't be stressing it. Uh, they have time to get there. They still have pieces. They have picks. They have moves they can make. I don't think they should be stressing. I think they should just uh, trust trust the process and and keep keep it moving. For this year, I'll sell the Kings long term. I would love to buy them. So yeah, that's this that on that. You're buying them? No, 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 no. Long term. Yeah, long term. Wow. I'll make, I'll make some moves. So does it mean anything to you that the Kings are three and zero against the Nuggets? No. It's tough. I mean, that's a like. <laughs> uh, if, if sorry. I, if I thought the Nuggets were playing hard every night i would say yes they, they just the won nuggets, a championship they are not yeah i think they're coasting 
I, yeah, I really they, think they're coasting. Yeah, we talked about this recently. Can, um, yeah, we did. Real quick, can they beat anybody in the first round, the Kings? Yeah. Who? Who? Um, who that they would play? The, the I think they could beat the Thunder. Great, great point. I will. I'll give you that, even though I won't pick them. I'd give you that for sure. Yeah, I, I I think it's tough to pick the Kings against the Thunder. I think they could beat them. I'd give them thirty percent chance of beating the Thunder, maybe that's forty. All, that's enough to count for me, for sure. So yeah. Um. Other than that, we're good. Let's move up. It's just thirty. Thir- the Kings are thirty three and twenty four. The next team is thirty four and twenty four. This this is such a packed race here. It's the Phoenix Suns. Zach, they're 19 and 11 at home, six and four in their last 10, seven games back. Are you buying or selling the Valley? Call me crazy. I'm just going to answer my last question real quick. I would almost add the Suns to that, um, especially, hey, especially if the Suns, uh, the Kings could get up to like the four seed somehow. Um, uh, they're not that far away. Um, if the Kings could get up to four and get home court advantage or else um, play OKC or I don't think there's any way they'd play Phoenix in the first round, I was trying to think. But, um, yeah, so that, that conversation doesn't really even matter. One of those teams would have to get extremely hot and the other would have to fall a bit. But... I just think um, there's a great chance Bradley Beal's missing time. This team's defense isn't good enough. I mean, they're a top 15 defense, not even a top 10 offense right now, but I still like their peak a lot. Like, they're a team I do feel like can turn it on. They just need the help. I'm, I'm buying them for more than what they are, okay? I'm not buying them as a true contender necessarily but i'm buying them that they're better than what they are and i i think their peak is good enough when they've played like their peak when beals at his peak too i'm not saying with everybody healthy because they got a not a great record um with the three of them it's like i want to say like 15 and 9 or something which is solid but not great um for what it should be with that level of talent this is really tough for me. I mean, Katie and book, I really love them. I truly think they're, they're peak. I think they have the talent on the roster to win. I do. It's just, I don't think their peak has been consistent enough for me. And with that said, like where the Brooklyn nets a few years back, they didn't need any time to adjust. Those guys just gelled immediately, you know? Um, and their record was tremendous with the three of them, whenever they play. So you take them off. Um, on Phoenix, it takes time to adjust. So I need more consistency. I need them to grow. Yeah, man, I'm going to sell the Phoenix Suns. I'll be quick here. I think they are. Um, I think they are a good basketball team. I don't think that's enough in this Western conference. So for me personally, we've seen Kevin Durant and another big star not be enough in the past. I don't think it will be enough now. I don't think that the Phoenix Suns have the depth to sustain injury to Bradley Beal. And and if someone like Eric Gordon or Josh Okogie gets injured, um, I don't think they have the depth to sustain something like that either. So yeah, bowl, bowl and whatever. Okay. That that's fun. Right. But man, 
this is this is a team we're talking about. Like, are they top flight? I'm taking the Golden State Warriors in five over this Phoenix Ooh. Suns team. So it's like, I I just think it wouldn't be. I I just think it wouldn't be. I, I can't see it. I can't do it. Not with this depth. That's in five. That's crazy. I mean, I would. I don't even want to make that pick. I think it's that close, but I definitely would lean towards the Suns. I'd lean towards the Suns in seven, probably. I think, but it's like a fifty-one forty-nine type pick for me. Warriors in in five or six. Love it. That's confidence. New Orleans. Um. Yeah, man. Let's hear from you on the Pelicans. Let me let me do my little bit my little bit of context. They are thirty-five and twenty-four. They are 18 and 12 on the road. That's impressive. And they are seven and three in their last 10. Zach, how are you feeling? I mean, signs are pointing up. Like <laughs> they're very, they're very good right now. Like they're a great regular season team. I feel like that's all they are. I don't think it translates to the playoffs until I see these guys in the playoffs. We've never seen Zion in the playoffs. Brand Ingram, like, He's played in, I'd have to check what, he's played in one series, right? Brandon Ingram was on that team. That was the first CJ move, okay? So I got it in front of me here. And, I mean, he was pretty good. 27-6-6, those are solid. Throw Zion in the mix. Throw Herb Jones' growth in there. Throw Trey Murphy's growth in there. I just can't think of anybody I'd pick them against. I honestly, that they legitimately yep. play. That's what it comes down to for me. Like I'm buying them for growing and getting better than what they are, but they're not a contender to me. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, they're not definitively. I think it's that simple too. The new Orleans Pelicans are, are one of my favorite teams to watch this year because they're dynamic. They've got storylines. They're fun. Um, they're six and a half games back in the West. Uh, they're good home. They're good away. They're good against the Western conference. Um, this is a fun team and Trey Murphy's cool to, to see back Zion and BI two, two of my favorite players when they're on, I got to sell this team because if we're talking through the lens of a contender, I don't think they have any shot. And I think that's partly an indictment on Williamson. I think that's partly an indictment on the front office. I think that's partly an indictment on um, maybe coaching, but like I, I, yeah, no, definitely not a contender for what they are. Like you were saying earlier, I'll buy them for what they are. But again, this is a team. I see the golden state warriors or the Dallas Mavericks sending home in the first round. Um, and right now they played the Los Angeles Clippers, which I, I, I don't get me started you know, maybe Clippers, maybe Clippers in six because they they try to coast a little bit and it bites them in the butt. But uh, you know, they I can guarantee you they're not beating the Clippers in a playoff series if everyone on both sides is is at full strength. Dog, it's crazy to me that these guys are as good as they are, and they're only a top ten defense. Like I would just assume they'd be a top three to five defense with how hard they play. And even if everybody was at their full peak, I don't think they have what it takes on their team. That's how, that's my feelings on these guys. Wow. We're, we're being a one haters right now. All right. Well, <laughs> they're a great regular season team. Yeah. They're better than the Kings last year. Let's for what it's worth. 
let's table that because I want to get to these last four teams, but that's a good debate for later. At number four, finally, we take uh, a, a jump up the standings. That's more than just one win. So at 37 and 19, now we're with the top dogs. Um, listen, these Los Angeles Clippers are, are 17 and 12 on the road and 20 and seven at home, six and four in their last 10. Zach, are you buying or selling the clips? Oh, I mean, we just talked about this in the last show. I'm buying them very easily. I'm not worried. Yes, people are making a big deal out of the um, last, I mean, last seven games, they're three and four. They, they have, they're 29th in defense over the last eight games or so. I mean, they've been missing Paul George. Let's give him, cut him some slack. And I don't think they really need to play with urgency. They know what it, it's going to take. They've played at their peak, and their peak that they've played at this year is good enough. They just need everybody healthy, which obviously that can be a question mark. I, I think Paul George's injury isn't that serious, so I'm still buying him um, until I know anything more in regards to the Paul George injury. Uh, Norman Paul, man, he's he's super clutch. He, I mean, he's going to hold it down. Like I said last show, I think they missed Paul George for a series. They still win round one. Missed Paul George round two. That's, that's where they might have some issues. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I uh I feel like I might have the most Clippers stock on this show out of the three co-hosts cuz I was in preseason as a my my uh championship pick. Like they were my title winner. Um and then they got Harden. And I I picked them as the title winner in part cuz I was told they'd get Harden and I figured they would. So like, yeah. But um I think I think they are, you know, one of the favorites for me. They're a great team. They're well-rounded. Um, I think the stock price is really high right now. So if I could hold, could I just hold my voluptuous amount of stock? Of course, I'll buy if I have to buy. I think it'll continue to pay dividends. Um, but, you know, maybe a big winning streak and I'd sell just a little bit to take some of those profits home. Call me crazy. I truly, I mean, I've been begging for this for a while. You probably know this, but... I think they'd be a perfect Kai Jones destination. Like, I would love him on this team. I will call and, you crazy. Yeah, no, I truly, like, I hate, I hate that he's not in the NBA. I think he's very skilled. I think he can make an impact on any team. I think he just needs an opportunity. I would like them to shore cool. up one more piece. <laughs> cool. Cool. I, I, I'd be down. I'd be down to see that. Amir uh, Coffee though needs to start shooting the damn ball again. That's my <laughs> biggest gripe. Seriously, he has not been shooting the ball like the last seven games or so. He's a big part of this. What the hell happened? He's been so valuable, so important. Like when Paul yeah, George's been good. out. Yeah, but he stopped shooting the ball recently. Yep. Not good. Yep. That's Situation. I mean, everybody else I think can turn it up, but like I don't know if he's just losing confidence a little bit or. Well, I get if Amir Coffee has the yips. I mean, dude, it's not like Kawhi. <laughs> yeah, right. That's not shocking if he has the yips. That's fair. I think that's all right. He's he's uh, still relatively young, right? Isn't he like 26, 27? Yes. I'm making that up. All right. Um. Anyway, buy the clips if I have to. Kind of want to hold if possible. Right up the standings 
two-win jumps to the 39 and 19 Denver Nuggets. Zach, we've got three teams left. These Nuggets are 22 and five at home in the high altitude. They're riding a three-game win streak right now. Are you buying or selling Denver? It's got to be their biggest win streak of the year. No, it can't be. <laughs> um, especially with their record, like it's crazy. This is probably the worst we've talked about a team with this good of a record through this part of the season. Yeah, the expectations are so high with them now. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you agree to that. 39 and 19, and they people are talking like they're literally like 30 and 30 or something. No, um, I, I think people are talking like they're like 34 and 24. I think I think it's fair. Oh, it's not crazy. Fair. I, I feel that I'm with you, but yes, I'm all in yet buying them. I'm not worried about anything in the Denver nuggets. Uh, we discussed them more in depth on the last show, but yeah, I don't know what could deter me away from this team right now. I still want to see more peak Jamal Murray during the regular season. That's about it. Uh, but again, he's never really had a bad postseason, so I won't worry till then. I'm going to agree with you and buy for the a similar reason, tangential reason. I think we've yet to see the best of Jamal Murray. I think this is a guy who has been working and working and working in the NBA. Um, I, I think we're going to see at some point him get better. And when he taps into that next level, maybe it'll be this playoffs. Maybe he goes on a run to end the season. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it'll be something good for our our perception of Jamal Murray I think he has a strong strong finish to the season whether that's the postseason or the regular and uh this is a guy who I think this is you know he's a great option for you if 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 you've got someone like Jokic who's so gravitational no doubt who's so uh, ridiculous so Steph yeah Steph Curry minus 59 against the Denver Nuggets all year oh there was a debate about him. Like, I forget who brought it up today, but they said peak Jokic is better than peak Steph and peak Durant. What do you think about that? Durant, yes. Curry, no. Fair. All right. Yeah. Durant, Durant's really okay. good. But um, peak, I guess I, I got to go Jokic. Uh, Curry. I lean that way too, honestly. Curry is a unanimous MVP pick. Like that guy is Teflon, you know, like, he, but I personally think my, my counter to that would be, I think Jokic has done more with less. Uh, I don't think he's done. I think maybe proportionately, but not literally he's done less with less. I think Pete clay is definitely Jokic has done less with less. Done less with less. Yeah. He has he, he uh, you say I mean, more than less. I say yes. He's only he, had this. this I team. I agree. He's had less, but I he's done less. But he hasn't had this team very long, <laughs> so he hasn't had as many chances yet. Okay, so then he'll get a chance to do more with less. But as of now, he's done less with less. What about Pete Clay versus Pete Jamal Murray? Oh man, I'm gonna go. That's so defense. I mean, defense comes into play. That here. is so team dependent. I think P clay with Jokic would be freaking I th I awesome. I think their roles and values very equal. 
but the defense is what changes it for me. Well, it's because with Jokic is a big, so you need Murray to be a ball handler. It's just that it's the positional difference. It's uh, you go with Clay because peak. But anyway, we're digressing so hard. Uh, yeah, I would love to get into that combo sometime. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get into the match, matching them all up. Let's get into the weeds. Whose title is more time. valuable? <laughs> Curry. 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 Anyway. Um, yeah, we'll save that one for another day. I'll buy the Denver Nuggets for sure. They're really good. They're gelling better than ever. And uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope is perfect for that team. Peyton Watson's just learning more rep by rep uh, to replace Bruce Brown. So, you know, we'll see. Um, Denver Nuggets should pick up Kyle Rose from Fordham to be their new Bruce Brown. Ooh, there you go. Um, anyway, Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> There's a tangent. Are our penultimate team, Zach. They're riding a five-game win streak. All right. They're eight and two in their last ten, and they're 40 and 17 on the season. Are you buying or selling this OKC squad? I mean, I'm buying them for the long term and being all in on these guys that they have what it takes on their roster until I see Chet go against Nikola Jokic in a series. Uh, I mean, maybe he dodges him like his entire career, but I don't, I think they still need more girth and I will always say it until I see them go against him in the playoffs. So that's the only team I don't think, they can beat right now. Um, so you're selling. So I'm selling them for this year. Yes, absolutely. Just how young they are. But I just love them way too much. They're like, no, no vibe is better than the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're definitely the most fun team to watch. Best vibes in the league. I'm buying everything about them besides having a chance against the Denver Nuggets. Okay, yeah. They're really fun. All signs are a go for their future. If you don't think this OKC Thunder team is one of the best position in the NBA to succeed long-term, you're a blind fool. But Or just a poker lover. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're not it this year. I've, I've said it before. Um, th- they need to go through the trials of fire. They need to get, lose on national television and, and get swept in a series or something. They need to go up against Golden State and get smacked silly and sent home. Um, something like that, right? And Shea will come back better for it and Chet will bulk up. WWE storyline will write itself um, for, for those who like the game, to, who enjoy it that way. But I, I genuinely think there is something to say, hey, this squad needs to get a little more crunch time experience, some real big game experience. And I'm not in until they do. That's where I'm at right now. I'm not in until they do. So I'm going to sell this Thunder team. And I, I think it would be a great return right now to sell them at, at, you know, their ridiculous record of 40 and 17. So I'm going to sell OKC. That's nuts. It's nuts. Maybe can Jalen Williams guard? Jokic? He's so good. He is so good, <laughs> dude. That guy is ridiculously good. That Gordon guy Hayward hasn't been good his first couple good. games, but. Jalen Williams is dumb good. And Chet and SGA and Kaysen Wallace. Oh, my God. This team is just going to piss me off going forward that they're so good. Um, 
Presti has has waited and waited and waited and drawn it out and drawn it out. Finally, it's coalescing, and I cannot wait to see who they go get. You know, maybe, maybe the five-man lineup of Kaysen Wallace, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Brandon Ingram, Jalen Williams, and Chad Holmgren uh, can make some serious noise. I think that could be something they should pursue. I know a lot of people said Laurie at this past deadline, but I don't, you know, I think they would have gotten him if they could have, he was probably not available for a reasonable price. Um, if I had to guess, and that is a guess, but yeah, I think the thunder are, are set up in long-term. They have a top two long-term setup in the NBA. Um, the Knicks have all their picks. So I'll go with them as the other team, uh, just cause they're already good. Now they've done the rebuild already. So other, they, they have a jump on other teams that, that, you know, that's just, that's, that's unfair to say. Are you they've... saying those are the two teams that you're higher on than anybody long term, or what? Yeah, like in the like going forward, they they both got all their picks. They're both really good now, and they've both got all their picks. So yeah. Anyway, for this season, I'll sell the Thunder. Give me all the stock long term, Zach. The final team is your team. It's the Minnesota Timberwolves. They sit at forty one and seventeen. They're seven and three in their last ten. They're on a two-game win streak. Where are you at? Two games, man. That's massive. Big time. <laughs> um man, like this is the team where I feel like we have the talent if everybody played at their peak and they were great in the playoffs and they were like a cohesive unit. It's just I'll say it and say it again. Like they survived off talent all year and the talent's been so good. And I don't really like how they play together on a consistent basis offensively. Like, yeah, the defense absolutely rocks. I think the defense is going to be great in the playoffs. Mike Connolly's knock on wood. He's been very healthy and he's been I good. That extension he signed was crazy. I cannot believe he signed that. Who allowed him to sign that deal? Absolute steal for the Wolves. Absolute steal for the Wolves. Have you seen Basically the, cap, the sal- minimum? At have this you time. seen the salary cap projections? That deal is ridiculous, dude. I don't know how he signed that. Basically, a league minimum at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, good, good for the Wolves. Good for Conley for getting some money, but I think he could have gotten a heck of a lot more. He just wanted to get it in Minnesota. So good for Minnesota for putting together the kind of environment where those things can take place with respected veterans. I'll give, I'll give them that credit a hundred percent every day. I will say this. Um, I love the bond this team has off the court. Like I truly think they like each other and it's genuine. It's just, again, I need to see them at their peak consistently as a unit. Um, on the on the court, and I don't think they're a team that just can click come playoffs time. Where, like the Thunder, we see it every every game. It's just is their talent good enough at times because they're young and um, go through the consistencies, and um, it's just it's a fluid offense. I mean, the Clippers, they're great. It's just are they going to give it a hundred percent each night? You know, um, they will in the playoffs, obviously. So I'm not worried about that. Um, Nuggets fluid Phoenix, eh. but 
Yeah, it's so hard, man, because I don't love what I've seen from Cat and Gobert in the playoffs in the past. <laughs> so until I see him in the playoffs, and I mean, I could change on this one really easily, unlike the Thunder. Thunder would take me a lot more than it would the Wolves to flip. Well, I'll tell you with this Timberwolves team, I I know they're at the top of the conference, but this is just one of those years I would sell them too, man. I think they're really good. I don't think this is a championship year for them. I don't think Anthony Edwards is there as a championship number one option. I think he's so good. I think he's he'll be so good. But NBA's favorite thing to do, the NBA world's favorite thing to do is to conflate potential mm-hmm. with current ability and I don't think he's there as a championship number one option yet. So for me, I'm going to have to sell them, but credit to them for being able to work their way into a a stratosphere in the standings where we're talking about them like a legitimate top flight team, because that's how, what they're playing. Like, so shout out Minnesota, um, shout out that freaking go bear trade for actually looking like somehow, even though it was not a, a win for Minnesota or whatever, it's actually, you know, not going terribly. Um, and uh, I also think um, I also think that I just wouldn't buy them as a number one. So that that that's where I'm at. Yeah, being great in the playoffs is way different than being great in the regular season. And it's crazy how different the game is. And it's always been this way as long as I can remember. So, I mean, it, it definitely matters seating, especially for young teams playing at home where you're comfortable. Wolves are way better at home than they are on the road, 21-6. and six. I just, yeah, I, you're right. And not, not good enough to be the number one yet on a team unless somehow Rudy just can play this good both ways and Cat can play a little better than he has in the playoffs. Nas Reed, though. The emergence could be real. I love him. I don't think it's some terrible indictment on the wolves that I, that I'm selling them right now. They're just, I think it's a sell high opportunity. <clears throat> they are, they are number one in the Western conference standings. And I think it's a good sell high opportunity right now. Who do you think would give them the biggest struggle? I mean, they've been, they played the Denver nuggets really good in the playoffs. I mean, last year they did and they've always played the top team is good in the regular season. Who do you think they would struggle with the most? Oh, that's a good one. Maybe the Golden State Warriors. I mean, if that's the 1-8 matchup, I think Golden State would give them a real tough time. And that if You that's don't think the... we could abuse them down low? I think you could. I think you could. I think they invert basketball. I don't know that it can win the series. I, I just... Just a just a vibe feeling on that one. I also think okay. um I also think the the Clippers are are a team that like if that ends up somehow playing out like those wing assassins that they have would just take care of business. Oh, I think yeah, I think the Clippers would work us basically more than anyone. And just because I don't think the Nuggets are much different from last year and we're better than last year it makes me want to buy the shit out of the Timberwolves that it's that we're not definitive on any team that they could go against right even the clip well <laughs> you know it, when you talk it through it's like God yeah, damn it. but you gotta I think you look at them in a vacuum 
they just don't have the makeup of a team that I want to bet big time on. I know they they swung the trade right at, right at the deadline to to beef up a little bit, but it's just not. I, it's the, not the trade. Are you bringing up Monty Morris? Yeah, that's reinforcements. No, he hasn't. He hasn't done anything. That's reinforcements. I'm at Give me that. Gary Payton Jr., who might not even play in the playoffs over Monty Morris. Monte Morris is is not great, um, but he's okay. Yeah, let's he's maybe okay. you can do something. All right, well, I'm selling the Wolves, so that is it for our top 10. Of course, we're going to do the top 10 in the East, so stay on the lookout for that from us. And I really hope you all enjoyed today's episode. We'll get this out as soon as we can, and we hope you guys subscribe. Turn our post notifications on on YouTube so you don't miss an episode here on All Things NBA from A to Z, presented by Ball is Life. Peace out.